folks. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. So um, let's pray. Father, we just thank you. Father, we just praise your holy name. Father, we just thank you, Lord God, for the great work that you have done, Lord God. And um, yes, Father, we just thank you that this would be a turning point for the prodigal son, Lord God, and for prodigal sons on this line who are known, who are connected to this line, Father, Lord God, the fam their families, Lord. And I pray, Father, that you would open up hearts, that they would receive miracles tonight, Lord. We ask in Jesus' name, amen. You know, so I'm going to go through this in terms of prayer points. I'm not going to um, do it like um, exegetically, but in terms of uh, prayer points. So we're still on this whole idea of uh, people pleasing. Um, Going to go to um, First Thessalonians chapter two and verse four. But just as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, so we speak not as pleasing men, but God who examines our hearts. For we never came with flattering speech, as you know, nor with a pretext for greed. God is witness, nor did we seek glory from men, either from you or from others, even though as apostles of Christ, we might have asserted our authority. So <clears throat> this is what we're trying to give up. This is the thing that you have to understand, folks, is that if you want a better life, you have to give things up. No not add new things to the old dysfunctional things. No, give them up. You have to, yeah, you have to get, this is what a lot of people don't realize. No, you have to give them up. You know, someone can't say, well, you know, it's okay with this, uh, uh, heroin, this uh, heroin addiction because now I'm eating avocados. No, no, you have to give up that addiction, whatever it is. Because here's the thing, here is the thing, is that that is what, is what we have to understand. Whatever we are doing that is ungodly is keeping our life from being blessed by God. And so people pleasing, serving people as your God, that's really what people pleasing is. Idolatry. It is making people your God. And once again, thinking that you are going to derive this benefit, right? This blessedness from people rather than God. It doesn't work that way. God's blessings makes one rich and he adds no sorrow to it. People's blessing doesn't make one rich. No. People are not meant to be our source. God is meant to be our source. And, and here's the problem, is where this gets lost. God will use people to bless us. God, but God is the source of it. David said, I look up to the hills from where comes my help. 
Look what Paul is saying there. But just as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, so we speak not as pleasing men, meaning I am not going to be coerced with pleasing men because if you are pleasing men, if you are pleasing men, meaning that if your intent in what you do is really about pleasing men, you will never live the life that you are meant to. You know why? Your intentions are poisoned. Your intentions are corrupted. So it's, Lord God, give me the grace to have all of my intent on you. It's no good saying, well, 99% of it is on God. No, it is no good. All of it has to be on God. Lord God, give me the grace for all of my intention to be on you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, Lord God, Father, we just praise your holy name. Father, I pray, Lord God, you will give me the grace for all of my intentions to be on you, Lord God. None of it on others, none of it on myself, none of it on people, Lord God, in Jesus' name, amen. Lord God, surgically remove me from needing to please anybody but you. Whether it be my family of origin, whether it be you know, <clears throat> Lot's wife turned back, looked behind her, right? And she turned into a pillar of salt. She was looking behind her. She had a connection to that community. She missed it. God was rescuing her here at the front, but she wanted to go back, you know? People, please, is going back into the old lifestyle. Even the Israelites, Moses, leave us alone. Let us serve the Egyptians. Let us please Pharaoh. Let us please. There are people who will not come out of things like drinking. Oh, it's the community. It's my social circle. No, it's going to keep you down. No, I can't come out of these toxic people around me. They are my family. But let me tell you, until you do, you will be serving them. It's so very easy to serve people. You know why? Because the the euphoric feeling that you get when they are happy, you now get addicted to that. Get addicted to this boost. It's very difficult to pull yourself away from that. It's like a drug. They make me feel good. Here's what God wants. God wants to make us good, not just make us feel good. Here's, you know, you know what you should want. Here's what you should want not to feel good, right? Not to feel good. Hey, you can have a shot of this or a shot of that 
to make you feel good. Here's what you should want, and here's what God wants you to have, a sense of well-being. And that is this sense of, I'm going to say, this sense of, of, of fulfillment, joy, peace, as you are going about your daily life. It's not just feeling good. Feelings are very fleeting. So what I'm talking about, well-being, I'm talking about a state. This state that you are in, feelings are not a state because feelings fluctuate. Well, they are a state for about 10 seconds, 30 seconds, for however long they last. Feelings are more of a highs and lows. That's not what I'm talking about. I am talking about this consistent sense of well-being that you wake up with, that you go to bed with, that regardless whether you get bad news, boom, you are there, doesn't call your mood to fluctuate. You can only get that from God. You can't get that from people. People, people are erratic. People vacillate. People are very capricious, me up and down. People are volatile. What you want, you want to get stability from God, and that's this state of well-being. It's by trusting in God. Let me show you something. Psalm 118. Psalm 118. Okay. Verse 8. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. Here's a prayer point. Lord God, give me the grace to take refuge in you, Lord God, to get a sense of well-being from you, Lord God, and not from people, not from my boss, not from my spouse, not from my parents. No, Lord God. Give me the grace to take refuge in you, Lord. In Jesus' name, let's pray. Father, we just thank you. Father, we praise your holy name. Father, we pray that you will give me the grace to take refuge in you, Lord God. Give me the grace to take refuge in you, Lord God. Give me a state of well-being, a wonderful state of well-being, Lord God, a state not a fleeting feeling, Lord God. Give me the grace to walk in power, to walk in your presence in Jesus' name, amen. Lord God, <clears throat> destroy the delusion of insatiability. Here's, here's what the delusion of insatiability is. People pleasing is a delusion of insatiability, meaning when somebody is insatiable, that means never satisfied. And is what that means when I say this with people pleasing. It means I get caught up in this rut where I need to please people. And the more I need to please people, the more I need to please people. <laughs> That's the insatiability of it. The more 
I need to please people, the more I need to please people. You know something, you know the way that addiction works? The more you actually take, the more you need to take. That's how addictions work. The more you take, the more you need to take. And the more it takes from you, the more you need to please people is the more you need to please people. And the more you need to please people is the more that you are displeased with yourself. The more you are displeased with yourself, pleasing people is such incredible self-defeating behavior because now is what you're doing in pleasing people. You're worshiping the creature rather than the creator. That's exactly what you are doing. You've got it upside down. So it's, Lord God, set me free from the delusion of insatiability. Set me free from this rut, from the treadmill, from the cycle, Lord God, where there is no end. It's a perpetual cycle. It never and never ending cycle. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. Father, we praise your holy name. I pray, Lord God, that you would set me free from the perpetual cycle. Lord God, set me free, Lord God, from this cycle. Lord God, I would not be caught up in this insatiable delusion, Father, Lord God. I will get a grip on truth, Lord God, and that truth will set me free. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Lord God, give me the grace to own my heart. Give me the grace to own my heart. Let me tell you something, the biggest the biggest, I came out of corporate America, but one of the things that I know, the biggest hostile takeovers are not of companies, but of our own hearts, of our own hearts. When somebody gets your heart, wherever your treasure is, that's where your heart will be, okay? So your heart follows your treasure. Your, your treasure should be, Jesus. That's where your heart should be following. And let me tell you this, is that the your heart following Jesus, then everything you need will be added because your heart following Jesus, the blessed life is a byproduct of your heart following Jesus or the residual effect of your heart following Jesus. So Lord God, give me the grace to own my heart and that heart, Lord God, and I place it in your hands. That's the key that you are doing. You are giving it to God. No, God doesn't come and take heart. It's Satan who is the thief. God asked for it. Satan 
barges in. Satan comes in. Satan is like an outlaw swatting him and his demons, right? God knocks on the door. Everybody has seen that painting by, I think it's Rembrandt, where, where there's no doorknob on the door and Jesus is standing there. What is he doing? Waiting for, you, for those inside to open it from the inside to invite him in. No, this is what God does. The Holy Spirit doesn't push. The Holy Spirit leads. You know, God doesn't snatch your cares. You toss your cares to him. God doesn't. God is not a heart stealer. Satan is a heart stealer. Satan steals hearts all the time. Addictions, jealousies, uh, murders, all sin is based on this thievery of your heart. When Paul says, the things that I don't want to do, I'm doing. His heart has been snatched. His heart, and the things that I should be doing, where my heart it should be, it's not. And where it shouldn't be, it is. It is. So it's, Lord God, give me control of my heart. And I then want to give control of it to you. To you. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. Father, we praise your holy name. Father, we pray, Lord God Jesus, that you will give us the grace, Lord God, to take control of our hearts, Lord God, and give us the grace to want to give control of it to you, Lord God. We place it at the altar. We present our bodies and our hearts as a living sacrifice, Lord God. And we know, Lord God, in making that sacrifice, the blessedness of that sacrifice, Lord God, is incredible. In fact, Lord God, it is nothing because you are the one who has truly sacrificed. So we place it at your altar, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen, oh, amen. Lord God, give me the grace, Lord God, to be internally regulated. See, you know, when, when you are a people pleaser, people can coerce you. One of the greatest, greatest influences is peer pressure. And peer, <clears throat> when I say peer pressure, don't think I'm just talking about the schoolyard. Peer pressure goes on in corporate America. Peer, peer pressure goes on in the hospital, peer pressure goes on everywhere. And you know why people will become people pleasers and why they succumb to peer pressure? is because they believe something is missing. And the only way to get that thing, that deficit that is missing, is to be a part of this group. Some people become a part of deadly gangs and all different kinds of um, destructive involvement because of peer 
pressure. They get involved in all different kinds of things that they never would have done by themselves, never would have done. It can coerce you. One of the greatest things, one of the greatest tragedies to ever have done is to have lived a life and died and find, find out that the life that you live was never truly yours. It's people pleasing, never truly yours. People live in areas, people move, people go into various careers, not because it comes from here, it's because it comes from out here, really. People marry people because it comes from out here. That's one of the worst thing anyone can do is to actually live a life that is not that based on peer pressure, right? Lord God, give me the grace to be internally regulated, Lord God. Destroy all peer pressure, all people pleasing, Lord God. I want my life to be my own, Father, Lord God. I don't want to make decisions based on any, based on outside influence. I want to make decisions based on the inside, Father, Lord God. Let everything I do from now on, Lord God, be an inside job. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. Father, we praise your holy name. Father, we pray, Lord God, that everything we do from now on will be internally regulated. Lord God, give us the grace to break away from peer pressure. Lord, give us that grace, Lord. We ask in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Lord God, <clears throat> give me peace as I say no to people. As I say no, it's so difficult for people to say no. People, there are people who have said no to people today who won't be able to sleep tonight. They'll feel so guilty. And they said no. And don't get me wrong. It's a good thing that they said no. But they will feel so guilty. Those people that they've said no to are probably fast asleep. And those people cannot sleep. It's horrible. As someone to have that kind of influence. Lord God, give me peace as I say no. Yo, you don't have the liberty. You don't have the freedom if you are back and forth all night long because you said no. What that's an indicator of is that person owning a piece of you. That person owning a piece of you. There's so many people that could be, could be traded on the New York Stock Exchange because so many people have got shares in their lives, really. Lord God, give me, give me a peace as I say no today, Lord God, that when I say no, when you say no, you're not supposed to think about, boom, it's over. That's it. That's that decision. You should not be feeling guilty about a decision that you know was right. Why are you feeling guilty? You're feeling guilty 
because the person didn't like that decision, right? And you cannot rest because you cannot turn your back on someone potentially, potentially not liking you because you said no over the right thing. That's people pleasing. And that's an indication of somebody owning your life. That is, you cannot serve God and serve man. It's not, you can't serve two masters. It's not possible. Not possible. Lord God, Lord God, give me a peace as I say no on my decisions. Lord God, give me a peace as I say yes, whatever the case may be. Give me a peace, Lord God, as I make decisions, Lord God, that run contrary to popular opinion. Father, Lord God, give me a peace in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. Father, we praise your holy name. Father, we pray that you will give me a peace as I say no. Lord God, give me a peace as I say no. Lord, in Jesus' name, give me a peace as I say yes. Give me a peace as I make decisions contrary to popular opinion, Lord God. Father, I no longer want to be second-guessing decision. I know there are, and I'm not even second-guessing my decision. I'm second-guessing the demeanor of the person who received the decision. Lord God, give me the grace to close the door on a decision when I have made it, regardless of whether of whoever likes it or not. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm gonna do the uh, Karen call and then I'm gonna pass it back to where uh, to Sandy, expecting some people to share. Yeah, I have people sharing because it gets to pro you get to process a lot of information you're taking in shouldn't be intake, 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 intake without any um, output, right? So it should be um, this uh, um, processing. I taught my son in the lecture, when you're taking notes, don't just be there brainlessly taking notes. You know what? We want you to listen to what you say and then write the notes in your own words, not just what Guy is saying, so that way you're processing. So this is the Karen call. Father Lord, I know I'm a sinner. You died on the cross for me, Lord God. You shed your blood, Lord God. You gave your life so that I might have life. I accept you into my heart. Make me something I would never become, Lord God, without you. I thank you. I praise your holy name, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Amen.